1: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself.
2: Listen to Pastor Oti Bawati as Christ is
3: magnified
1: in you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, so t- this morning I want us to do some question and answers. I've been trying to do it for the last... Three meetings I've had with you, if you remember, yeah. but it has not worked. So I feel a lot of things have been said in the last, uh, let's say, three months or so. Yeah. And uh, you need, you need to. I need to know if it's gone down, and I need to know if um, you have any question on your heart, any question on your mind that needs answering. Is it a good thing? Yeah. Beautiful. Ask your question. If you have any question, you can ask. Yes, Go ahead.
3: Hallelujah. So that my question is as a guy in church, if you've seen somebody as a guy, is there what's it called? Is there any need to let your, the person above you know? And if there's the need, why do you have to do it? And also, if you've prayed about it, do you just make your move and Charlie? Yeah, like
1: I've prayed about it. So yeah, I'm making my yeah, move. So I'm
3: making my move.
1: No, it's not wisdom to do that. you read the bible okay abraham chose a wife for isaac abraham did what i will the seed of abraham (laughs) then you must allow yourself to have your wife chosen for you but since your faith is not there it's not up to that level don't worry we will not choose a wife for you i'm not even interested before you come and tell me that i chose a wife the wife you gave me like you like adam said to (laughs) the wife you gave me is doing this no go and choose However, however, the Bible lets us know that we must allow our spiritual authority to be involved. You see, Abraham chose a wife for Isaac. Isaac showed Jacob where to choose from. Do you get it? Yes. And what what that means is that you must be in touch. This is what I'm saying now is Genesis chapter... 28 1 genesis 28 1 yeah and so Isaac called for jacob blessed him and said you must not marry any of these canaanite women don't marry any of these girls around this place i say so there's guide you see marital guidance so you need to be guided you shouldn't just say oh i prayed so i am moving no you should let if someone comes if a lady someone comes to propose to you you should let your pastor know do you get it when i propose to my wife She told me, I want to talk to my pastor, I'll get back to you. She went to speak to her pastor. And came. one pastor said, oh, it's okay, you can go, I feel you you are ready to do it. And the guy guy is a good guy. The guy is a good guy. (laughs) The guy is a good guy, so it's fine. Yes, someone had to give approval for her to say yes to me. Not her mother or her father. That was the spiritual one before we went to the mother and father. Yes. Before she introduced me to her mother and her father, she had introduced me to her spiritual father at that time. Who gave her the right to go on? And before I also went to propose, I told my father-in-law. Reverend Judge knew what was going on. Eh? Yes, Reverend Judge knew that I found somebody, whatever. He knew the person. They are spoken and all of that. So when I said, "Oh, Charlie, I feel like I should continue," he said, "Brother, continue, continue. Feel free, flow, brother." That is how I got married. So I don't know why you want to get married. Corner, corner love, like yeah. you are doing corner, corner love. Yeah. Ah, what is wrong with you? Turn to the nearest boy by you. Have you seen the boy's face? Have you seen this boy's face? Every guy has some level of wickedness. Some level of... Listen. Every guy's mind. Every guy's mind is... <laughs> directly connected to his penis. Directly. Directly. I tell I tell you. Yeah, it's, it's direct. I tell you, so listen if you, don't, if you don't allow spiritual guidance, he will sleep with you before even be realizing that he has, he has done something wrong. You you're just like you have you given him too much opportunity. Yes, do you see? Yes, every boy, I tell you, every boy, whether he's married or not married, that connection is there. There, yeah, he, he needs the Holy Ghost to bring him to a sense of hey, my friend. What I do that's that's basically it. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Hmm? I'm telling you. So, you need to, if you don't involve pastoral uh, care, do you see you end up making some mistakes? And sometimes, eh, then the guy you think has come to propose to you or likes you, whatever. You don't know that the pastor knows that he has proposed about four ladies already. You, don't, you have no idea. You have no idea. You think you have found, like I found the boy of my dreams. You are singing songs. Hush now. I see the light in the dark, Stop, wait, wait. oh, it's almost blinding me, I can't believe I've been touched by a an angel with love, oh, you are in your shower, you are doing that love, oh. oh. A boy is so nice. You don't know that a boy has proposed to four other ladies, and not four other ladies are singing the same song in their wash their washroom. You don't know. It's a choir. It's a hey. boy has organized the choir. They are all singing the same song. You don't know. Different parts. Part. Yes, you are singing auto. This is singing tre- treble. Hey. <laughs> I tell you, so when you tell the pastor that, oh, this person has been coming close to me then we know say, eh, okay we'll be back everyone can go and talk to a boy and let him know that what is wrong with you this girl has come to tell me that you like you like this one too has come to say this one too has come to say that is a red flag already that the guy is not correct there's something wrong that is why you have people because church members don't talk to their pastors i'm not saying talk to another church member that's what I'm talking about. Boys, boys. Not boys, boys. No, 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 no. You are making a mistake. You are making a mistake. Rehoboam contacted boys, boys. Rehoboam contacted what? Boys. Let's show it. Let's show it to them. Uh, on top of it. If it's a good Bible, right? Boys, boys. Rehoboam contacted boys, boys. He was contacting boys, boys. And that was the, that was, that was the beginning of his reign. He was destroyed completely. Hmm? There's no boys, boys are talking to girls, girls. Ah, the guy has come to propose. This like, listen, there, there are churches where you can have one person sleeping with about seven girls in the in the choir, successfully, successfully in the ushering department, successfully. You will chew a lot of people. By the time we, we we notice, hey, it has become bloody. I tell you, yeah. because none of the ladies is, they don't talk, they don't say anything. That's why all these problems are there. Yeah, The devil makes a seat. He has a big seat in the church. Because people don't open up. People don't talk. People don't let pastors know what is going on. They don't want to be guided. They want to use their own gumption in life. Yeah, you'd be surprised. First Kings 12, 8. But Reuben rejected the advice of the older men and instead asked the opinion of the young men who had grown up with him and were now his advisors boys boys his people he grew up the people he grew up with and they gave him a bad advice how can you tell your 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 subordinates that my father's okay go to the next verse what is your advice he asked them how should i answer these people who want me to lighten the burdens imposed by my father you see his father Solomon had imposed some laws in israel that were heavy so the people, when he became king, the people came to him and said that, please, our new king, please reduce some of the things, that the, the taxes and all of that, so that we can, we can flow. Okay? Then the older men, the older advisors told the Rehoboam that, do what they are saying, reduce it, so that you can establish your kingdom. Then he went to ask his boys' boys, and his boys' boys gave him this, this whatever. Okay, the, the young men replied, this is what you should tell those complainers who want a lighter burden tell them my little finger is thicker than my father's waist my little finger will be thicker than my father's waist solomon's waist that he used to give birth to 1000 he had 1000 women he says that his little finger will be heavier than solomon's waist (laughs) next verse yes my father laid heavy burdens on you but i'm going to make them even heavier my father beat you with whips but i will beat you with scorpions Can you imagine that was it you do boys boys you end up losing a lot of things you do girls girls you end up losing a lot of things don't try those things talk to your pastor let your pastor know what's going on this is what i'm feeling this is what is happening please what do i do that's what a pastor is there for yes he has a pastor has a rod and a staff to comfort you yes a staff is for you know feeding a rod is to rule how can you be, be a pastor and not have any... You we we can't rule anybody. Mm. No, 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 no. The people must be ruled. You must rule. You must allow yourself to be ruled, to be helped. The leadership of the church is not foolish. And it is evident by the things we do. A building is a show of wisdom. My wisdom is a house built. The fact that this is sitting here successfully shows you that we have a certain level of wisdom as leadership. Yes. So you can trust it. When you gave us the offerings, we didn't spend it. We used to do our service. but This is not the only building. You'll be shocked. You should do a tour in our church buildings. You'll be shocked. And you should come and see our church offerings. You'll be shocked that with those offerings, you're able to do the things we are doing. You'll be shocked. How, shocked. Much. how much offering do you give? Mm-hmm. Ask your neighbor, how much offering do you give? Mm-hmm. The whole year. The whole year. So you can trust the wisdom of God that he has given for them to guide you, to lead you, to help you. God does not let his children go to Canaan on their own. Do you know that God could have gone to... You see, Pharaoh is here. The children of Israel are there. He's oppressing the children of Israel. God has come in. What should he do? He should just kill Pharaoh, kill everybody, remove the children of Israel and take them away. Why does he need permission from Pharaoh to say the people can go? Why? Because God, even God recognizes authority. Even God recognizes authority. He doesn't pass. Yes, he doesn't go up. He doesn't. He called Moses and said, Go and go and talk to Pharaoh and tell him, Let my people go. This is God. He can kill everybody and remove his people and let them go to his, his whatever. But he doesn't do that. Because God set up authority. He recognizes the authority as set up. So he goes to the right channels. Yeah. Mm. No, you don't you you shouldn't just be you just doing whatever you want to do no there's authority there's authority you have to recognize authority if you recognize authority you have a lot you have a lot of good things happening for you so please yes don't say i, I prayed about you prayed about talk to your pastor i found this guy i'm going ahead no talk to your pastor wait for permission if they say you should wait for some time wait for some time yeah, he doesn't know how i'm feeling how are you feeling that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem The fact that you have your feeling is guiding you is a problem. That's why we are saying you should hold on, hold on for some time. Yes, let your eyes be clear, then you know what you're doing. They say, Love is blind. When you are in love, you can't, you can't, you are blind. (laughs) The neighbors are not what the neighbors are not blind, so they can see and show you what you're supposed to do. Okay, so yeah, thank you, daddy. Yes, sir.
0: My question is about our rightness before God.
1: Our rightness before God, yes,
0: please. When we say, um. God doesn't see our sin. Do we mean God the Father or God as in the whole trinity? Which of sure
1: the God you don't understand. <laughs> so We have one God. We don't have God. We have one God expressed yes, in three persons. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Yes, peace. Yes, the Godhead does not see. Because of the blood of Jesus. The Godhead okay. does not see anything.
0: Not even the Holy Spirit.
1: Not even the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering explain, explain further
0: because um,
1: do you have a verse to, to say what you are
0: no but then um, um, the second part of my question was going to be about the pa- punishing part God disciplining his okay children. the
1: first part the pastor was just mentioning a verse that the Holy Spirit helps us with.
0: when he was mentioned, I was wondering whether he's talking about how does uh, uh, the Holy Spirit yes God does not see your, your sin in the sense of judging you as a sinner but how does the Holy Spirit then help you to come out without the anger are coming from? Yes. So in the sense that, yes. it, that the Holy Ghost then see it so that you can relate with him to help you out? Is that? God, yes. is exactly. God is all-knowing. God is all-knowing. All yes. the
1: bad things you are doing, God is aware.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yes, God is
0: aware. Oh,
1: he's aware. He knows what you are doing.
0: Um, no,
1: no. What, what, I, what we mean is that, when we say we, he can't see, what, is, what we mean is that because of the blood of Jesus, because you are you are in Christ. God does not see you, he sees Jesus. Do you get it? Legally speaking. Experientially speaking, God is seeing what you are doing. Do you get it? And God has things that he has said. Listen, the purpose of righteousness and the purpose of God making you holy and God purifying you and God giving you grace is so that you return his love to him. Human beings God you can't you can't merit a right standing with God by... You can, you can merit a right standing with God by your actions. That is why God sent Jesus Christ to come and die for you. So that you can, he can give you his righteousness and declare you righteous. Do you get it? Huh. Now, when that is done, the purpose of that is so that you, you can walk the way God wants you to walk. Christianity is found in First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. You want to know what Christianity is? 1 Peter 2 9. Let's read the amplified so that it's it's easier. Amplified, please. But you are chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own precious special people, that you may set forth. This is the reason he says he chose you, he's made you his his son, his righteousness, whatever, for this purpose, so that you will set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. This is what God is expecting. He wants you to display his virtues. Lying is not his virtue. Fornication is not his virtue. Stealing is not his virtue. Smoking is not his virtue. Partying is not his virtue. How does that express the goodness of God? It doesn't. Look at NLT. You should, NLT was, was saying something. But you are chosen. You are, you are not like that. For you are chosen you are chosen people you are a royal priests a holy nation god's own possession as a result you can show others the goodness of god that's the, that's, that's christianity god makes you righteous so i can show his goodness god makes you holy so that you can show his goodness not he makes you righteous holy so that you can fool around do you get it huh. so if you love the lord first john 4:19. We love him because he first loved us. Our love for him is expressed by our understanding of how much he has loved us. If you understand how much he has loved you, then you will love him back. John chapter 14 verse 21. He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he that loveth me. Have you seen it? The one who has my commands and keeps it. So God, Jesus is interested in you keeping his commandments. Keeping his commandments the way is your way of showing that you love him. He says, if you love me, then keep my commandments. What are his commandments? What are his commandments? It's all over in the Bible. It's all over in the Bible. When it comes to fornication, he says, remember that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You want to fornicate. He's telling you, "You are, your body is not yours. Your body is mine. You love me, give me your body. Don't give your body to that boy or don't give your body to that girl. That's what the Bible says. So God gives us the Holy Spirit to help us to keep his word. The reason for the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives is to help us walk in God's word. That's what it means by walking in the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is sent by God to help you. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yes. So righteousness and all those things is for, the, is for a purpose. It's for you to be able to walk with God the way he wants you to walk with him. Grace is for a purpose. The purpose of grace is for you to demonstrate the excellencies, the goodness, the beauties. Hmm? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Look at Ephesians 2 8, all the way to verse 10. It's a beautiful part of the Bible. It says, For by grace are you saved through faith. By grace are you what? Through faith. Then it says, And not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. By grace are you saved. By grace he saves you. Then it says, It's a gift from God. This is not of yourselves. Verse 9. Not of works. There's nothing you can do to be saved on your own. It is the grace of God. That makes salvation available, and then he gives you faith to believe in what he has done, so that you can be born again. Now, when you get born again, there's a reason for your born again experience. There's a reason for the grace that he gave to you, not of works. Let's say the man should boast, verse 10. For why not of works? For, so that nobody should boast. Because we are his workmanship. Have you seen it? For you don't start a sentence with for. For means that he's talking. He's, he's, it's, a continu- it's a continuum. He's referring to what has happened. He saved you by grace, not of works. Lest any man should boast so that you are his workmanship, because you are his workmanship. Created in Christ, he says, unto good works. How is lying good works? How is cheating your neighbor good works? You have been recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, so that you may do those good works which God predestined beforehand for you to walk in them, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. So you have been called by God to walk in good works, to demonstrate his goodness here on earth, to demonstrate his kindness, to demonstrate his love, to demonstrate his, his, his blessing, his wisdom here on earth. That's what you have been called for. Not now, all my sins have been forgiven. You say, Jesus can't see my sin. we we'll go sin. we we'll use the blood of Jesus proper. We'll let Jesus know that he's died for something. But no, it's not, it means that you didn't really understand the message. The conclusion of the message is that you have been, grace has been released, righteousness has been given to you, all those things, so that you will live for him. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12, says it very nicely. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Teaching us, that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts you see the grace of god the teaching on grace teaches you to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts he says we should live soberly we should live righteously and godly in this present world next verse looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great god and our savior jesus christ so the grace of god is what teaches you to learn to wait the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you don't know the teaching on grace, you will forget that Jesus is coming. You forget. Jesus can come in a moment When he it comes, it's done. All your works, all the things you've done in body will, will be revealed. Everything that you did will be revealed. So you want to do good works. You don't want to be doing foolish things. Why you they smoke? Charlie, I'll be the righteous of God. I'll be Ganja, Father, right? What's wrong with you? You didn't understand the grace of God. And always, always remember. Listen, always remember that even though there's nothing you can do to merit the grace of God, or merit the righteousness of God, or merit the blessings of God, there's nothing you can do. It is given to you free of charge in Christ because of your faith in Christ. Even though it is like that, human beings only grade you according to merit. Human beings what? Human beings what? only grade you according to merit and according to what you deserve. So if you say that I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus, so I'm going to steal. You steal, they catch you, they will judge you, the judge will judge you. The judge is not going to see that you are the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. The judge doesn't know those things. Oh? You are the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. And so what? They are judging you. You are going to prison. You are going to be in prison with your, your righteousness in Christ behind bars. No, me so yes, sir. if you are not lucky and you are caught by some of these area boys they'll beat you to death you can be saying i'm the righteous of god the great Jesus. and they'll slap you more pa! yes are you getting it uh-huh so human be- be- you you don't want to appear a certain way before human beings because they'll judge you wrongly human beings will say you say you're a child of god look at what you are doing because they, they so you want what you are to show up physically for all men to see you want your light to shine Man looks at the outward. You can't change that. Okay. Have I answered
3: you? Yes. Yeah. It's a similar question. It's a similar question. Yeah. So I it's answered for know, you. No, know? like I, I still want to ask. Okay. So how do you know God has forgiven you?
1: How do you know God has forgiven you? Yeah. Because God says He has forgiven you. Okay. The Word of God is the only material to let us know what is happening in the spirit. That is why you must you must read the Bible. If you don't read the Bible, you will not know that you are forgiven. Do you get it? Yeah. Huh. Jesus said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Now, so the only way, the word of God is like a mirror. The only way you can see what is happening with you, the only way to to see yourself, to see if your hair is in the right, is looking right, or your lipstick is where it's supposed to be, and it's not gone here. You are looking like Joker. The only way to know is to check yourself in the mirror. You cannot cannot see your, your face. You've never seen your face. It's a mirror that helps you. You can't remove your eyes and check. You can't. It's a mirror that aids you. In the same way, in the spirit, the only way to know, okay, what is going on with you spiritually or what God has said concerning you is to read the Bible. But the Bible says, for if any man be a herald of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, in a mirror. He's talking about the word of God. He calls it a mirror. So the only way to know that you are forgiven is to check what the Bible has said. What has the Bible said? Ephesians four, verse twenty-five. Look at Ephesians four twenty-five. Therefore, putting away lying, speak and uh, lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. You see, Ephesians is uh, Ephesians is like the book of Joshua. It shows us our inheritance. Okay, and if you read Ephesians chapter one, chapter two, shows you all the things that has been done for you in Christ. Chapter three, chapter four, shows you what the response of what has happened to you in the Spirit. So this one says, this one is instructive. It tells you, it tells you, wherefore putting away lying. He's saying, he say, you a child, put away lying. Speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Next verse, and says, be, ang- be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. He's showing you how to access your inheritance practically, experientially. He shows you the legal aspect of your inheritance and shows you the practical, experiential aspect of your inheritance what to do practically. You can't be walking in anger and expect to inherit, live the way God wants you to live. No. Neither give place to the devil. He says, angry anger will make you give place to the devil for the devil have to, to have an advantage in your life. Next verse. Let him that stole steal no more. Have you seen it? Just yeah. if you are stealing, stop stealing. Tell anybody, if you are stealing. stealing. Stop stealing. Stop. Because you are a child of God. Yeah. Yes. If you try to stop stealing in order to please God, it doesn't work. But if you remember that you are a child of God and that God is pleased with you, it will help you stop stealing. And that's what I've been trying to tell you, to let you know that you're a child of God. God is pleased with you no matter what. Because God is pleased with you no matter what, stop stealing. That is easier. than Stop stealing so that you please God. You'll never be able to please God. Have you seen it? Even your own clothes, you steal it. Your own clothes, you steal it. You need, you need grace to be able to stop Let not him that steals still no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good, that he may have to give him that needeth. Next verse, verse uh, 29, please. Then it says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. These are all instructive things, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Verse 31. Let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Verse 32. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So God has forgiven you because of Jesus Christ. Do you get it? The most important thing is that you get born again. When you get born again, you are forgiven. You are forgiven when you get born again. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In whom? In Jesus, we have redemption through his blood. We have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Have you seen it? So, God has forgiven your sins because you are in Christ. When you are in Christ, your sins are forgiven by the grace of God, eternally forgiven. And I preach about it. There are about three messages on it on the podcast. You can listen to it. Okay? Next question, please. Someone had a question somewhere. Online. There's some online.
3: God knew that the devil would be a distraction to man. So why did He allow <laughs> him to execute his plans instead of stopping him?: Please say it again. The way the people reacted, it was funny. God knew that the devil would be a distraction to man. Uh-huh. So why did He allow him, the devil, to execute his plans instead of stopping him? Mm.
1: Why did God allow the devil? To execute God's plans. Is it to execute God's plans? And to execute for the devil to execute his plans when God knew what he was going to do. Okay. Does God know what you are going to do? Does God know what you are going to do tomorrow? Can God stop you? Why? Okay, that's the answer. God gave everybody a will. God gave everybody what? a will. God doesn't want anybody to serve him outside of his will. That's why God has gone force you. God is not in control of everything, even though God knows everything. He's not in control. Listen, if God were in control of you, you would not be where you are sitting now. You'd be a nicer person. Or So your own life shows that God is not in control of everything. When you walk into that boy's room, was God in control of that? God knew you were going. God saw you that you were going. God knew what was going to happen in the room. Did God stop you? Why? Because God has given you something called will. Yes. All the angels are serving God from their will. Yeah. Lucifer did not want to serve God. Yeah. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12 lets us know that Lucifer had a will. He said, I will ascend. I will take myself to the uh, recesses of the north. I will. How are thou falling oh, uh, from heaven, O oh Lucifer, son of the morning? How are thou cut down to the ground? Which is week in the nations? the so, For thou hast said in thine heart, I what? I said. He has a will. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will set sit, sit up, upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. He said, I will, I will, I will. And God also said, I will also do this to you. I will also do that to you. I will also do this to you. You get it. So everybody has a will, okay? And hence, God wants you to serve him out in in, in your will or out out of your will, like your willingness. You have to be willing. So God knows everything, but he does. He's not in control of everybody's will. Lucifer did what he did. And God is not also, also in control of Adam's will. God could have controlled Adam like a robot. But God did not do that because God doesn't want Adam to be with him. Okay, out of his uh, his out of being forced, he wants him to be with him out of love. So God knew, He knew what, He knew what was going to happen. He knew all that, but Adam has saved him according to his will. You see. Huh. That's why we are where we are. That's why even now you need God needs you to be willing to accept his son Jesus Christ and to be willing to stay in his house. If if you you don't use your will. People go to hell on their own. It's not that God has created a place for human beings and then he will judge them for them to go to hell. No. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If whosoever, if you are interested, praise the Lord. If you are not interested, this is where it's it's left for you. People say that the hell is not even real, it's whatever, it's whatever. Ah, it's up to you it's up to you god did not create hell for the children of god his, for human beings god created hell for the devil and his angels this is in the bible jesus said it it was created for the devil and his angels but the devil wants to go with human beings that's why he's, yeah, he's taking them okay mm-hmm. i hope you understand whoever it is that there's more okay ask your question and then
2: hallelujah amen um. Bishop, please. My question is about the gospel raps that we have in church. The gospel
1: ones, rap yeah, that we have in church.
2: Yeah, the ones we sing in church. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, some, Very bad. <laughs> some of them have the beat of the worldly music and then I've some, some of them have what? The beat of the worldly music. I've noticed that whenever we sing them in church, like
1: it reminds you of some, yes. some of the old ones. Yes.
2: Wow. <laughs> I tend to sing that one. Yes.
1: You tend to sing the old one.
2: Yes. That, um during the believers convention there was some music playing party after party. <laughs> it's true. And then the whole song in my mind was that one. And then my second question is that um in the So
1: the first question the answer to the first question is that the, the yes. intent for using some of those things is to, 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 help it's to help you hold is to help you see all of us start from somewhere. Is it nobody? It's to help you Move from the old, the worldly one to the new one. Do you get it? Because you are used to party after party. But the old one. Then you hear that. Ah, there's, a, there's another one with, uh, with lyrics that are Christian. Why don't you learn the lyrics that are Christian? But and then rather yeah. get better. You got to replace it with the old one.
2: But then um, someone told me that um, it's not good to use like worldly beats for... Customs, yes, and <laughs> <Also> the <best laughs> <things line>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. So, I want to know your opinion about it if it's good or
1: you want to answer it, okay? Pastor God wants to answer it. <laughs> hey, Charlie,
2: you
3: have fans too? Oh. <laughs> Even me, I don't have fans like this.
2: Wow.
3: <laughs> Hallelujah. So the truth of the matter is that I'm a musician. The truth of the matter is that there's nothing like worldly beat. This guitar, beat here was, this guitar can be used to perform live. And it will create a sound. I mean, the, the companies that produce all these wonderful instruments are not worldly people like that. But because it's a universal instrument and the music is universal language, I mean, people have decided to just come together, put melodies, and then the lyrics that are sung on on those melodies, I mean, half comes with words that, that are filled with spirit and, I mean, are not good for you to hear and all that, but there is nothing like worldly beat. I mean, it came out from producers who put those things together and you heard it because of the lyrics and all that. I mean, Christians also sit down and put songs together, the same instrument the same music language, the same chord progressions, and reproduce songs, and then you enjoy it. So, I mean, the fact that maybe it was Lil Wayne's producer that put the lyrics together, you heard it for the first time, doesn't make it a worldly beat or something. Do you get it?
1: I don't know if you have anything to say about it. I don't know if anybody else has anything to say about it. But you see, um, of course, there are some beats that are demon- demonically inspired. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, we, we know some of these artists move around and look for certain beats, you know, and they conjure certain things. Music is very powerful. Rhythms are very powerful. When Saul was uh, possessed with demons, most David played, and the, the demons, he did, David didn't sing. He just played instruments, and uh, the demons left. You know, there's a whole Tabernacle of David that was a tabernacle based on music. Music is very, very powerful. Okay, you want to say something?
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, so um the first part is what Pastor Gordon mentioned, because um there's inspiration. In 1 Corinthians chapter is it 15, it talks about uh, there are many kinds of voices, but none without signification, in the sense that there's meaning to what anyone is trying to do. So there's an intent behind what a person is trying to communicate. So you need to, depend on the Holy Ghost, to know how to go about certain things. I get in. And it touches many other things. In fact, so there, this question can be answered. There's a long essay type and a short essay type. But I just want to point with that's a scripture to just to help you. I hope you get it. Because in some instances we have um and this one Paul was talking this reference I'm giving, Paul was talking about even food. In some instances talking about food offered to idols, or food that was put in a way that it's it is towards idols. So some people didn't want to eat it at all or things that were wrong. And then he was answering in First Timothy chapter four. Let's read from maybe verse three. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God had created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Next verse. For every creature of God is good and nothing is to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. Verse 5. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. There are many things. So this this where your walk with God also matters. There are things that God redeems or aids us to come out of. I get in it. So sometimes they, there's an intent to use a certain platform or a certain genre of music to destroy people. God is able to redeem it because it's not inherently... I, I think you shouldn't be using WhatsApp, Telegram,
1: Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. You shouldn't be using any of them any because of them? it's all worldly. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh? Yeah. It's all worldly, so all the best. I hope you get it. So there are, there are things that you, you, need to, you need to recognize that. For example, let's say the song you are talking about, Party After Party. Now, what I understand that those who are creating music are also trying to create according as God is leading. And sometimes it is to redeem a certain mindset or thoughts or a group of people from a certain kind of mindset because it has now become a pattern of thinking for your mindset. So when you hear songs that have been replaced listen rather pay attention to the words that are used there you see that it starts cancelling a certain mindset it starts cancelling it before you realize that oh it what the effect the initial song was having which was to cause you to go in a certain way now this one it has corrected it has been it has been sanctified by the word of god and by prayer i don't know if you understand to deliver you out of a certain kind of mindset however we don't stop there we don't stop there god is also not waiting for people to create the. then you look for now okay then me also sing on the same beat there are things that he's also creating so there's also more music that has been created that does not have any of these beats i get what i'm saying so delve into that even some more you see do you understand what i'm saying like delve into it some more so some people say i have i i i, I like a certain genre of music there are christian music or gospel music or um Songs that are inspired by the Spirit of God in the same genre. The genre is not demonic. It is it, it's a, it's a, a style of music, but it's inspired by God. So be interested in that one. When you get interested in that one, all the ones that you've known in times past will fade away. You don't even you know them anymore. I get it. But if you are mixing the two, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know,
1: in your question, I just, I'm just seeing your question here. Um, wouldn't it rather be that one has to be generally wrong to deserve chastisement? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Sometimes you are um, it's a misstep that you took. You see. And you never think that correction is meant to remove you. Correction is meant to restore you. Galatians 6.1 Hallelujah. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, <laughs> restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou be tempted. Lest thou be tempted. Have you seen it? So restoration is the, is the aim of correction, not to remove you or to destroy your life. No. That's not the... It, the one that God loves, he chastises. Okay? Then you, you mentioned... There are a number of things you mentioned. Okay? In the case when someone is trying to be helpful but in doing that a person goes wrong and has cursed the shepherd big time should a person be brought to chastisement or it depends on what is going on that's why we are saying trust in the wisdom of the leadership that God has provided okay don't never think that you are smarter you are wiser and that you can uh, um, what you think is the best no even God listen even God does not act alone God has a counsel you know God has a council? That's why there are three persons in the Godhead. It's one God, three persons. Okay? That's why God has 24 elders. Have you heard of the 24 elders around the throne? Tr- what, what are they doing there? Elders of what? Elders, for what? elders of what? Or elders for what? That's why they are four living creatures. God has a council. Okay? So what do you think? You may think that, oh, but this is my decision. No. What, what, how about the council? What does... God spoke to Abraham. He was part of this. God, God spoke to Abraham and brought Abraham to, <laughs> to have discussions with him about various things. Yes. So please, um, be. I hope, I hope we've answered you. Um, there's, there are some questions that followed up with some of the things that we said. This one says, what if your pastor does things that make you feel uncomfortable and you cannot confide in him anymore? Who then do you talk to? Pastor Ellie just mentioned it. Report upwards. Do you get it? Look for the person's pastor and talk to the person. Let the person know that this is what's going on, this is what is going on, so what do I do? You understand? If it is so much that you can't confide in 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 the one who is your pastor, then go up, go up, report up. Okay? This one also says, um, if Lucifer ever decided to change, will God ever forgive him? If um, when when someone is when someone kills someone and the person is put behind bars for life and the person changes behind bars do they release the person Eh? you made a decision that destroys someone and the decision was made on you for a sentence so you are serving your life sentence you can become a lawyer in the prison you can change you can become whatever in the prison it's fine but you are going to be in the prison that's how law, law works or Yes. There are things you do that you'll be corrected and brought back. So it's called, there are corrections faci- they are called corrections facilities. Where you're corrected and brought back. Do you get it? To society. But there are things that you do that you cannot be corrected and brought back to society. A serial killer who has killed 17 people and has now been put behind bars, and then he says that he has changed by good behavior. Because of good behavior, now he's appealing the sentence brother it's a lie okay the time for satan to change passed long time ago he did not change he always remember that god did not judge satan or lucifer rather he did not judge lucifer when he did just one thing wrong no there was a multitude of things that he did Uh, it's called that multitude of his traffic it's in the bible uh, um, ezekiel 28 from verse 12 you can see it for yourself okay a student and someone propose to you you love the person but because of your school you are afraid to accept the person uh, because you know what you you know that you will not focus on your study please i want to ask what i can do now the person says i'm his happiness
3: <laughs>
1: the person says i'm his happiness One of our pastors has responded. He says that this person must be spoken to after church. So if you are this person, please see any of the pastors. The person will speak to you. But the the basic answer is that you know yourself that you cannot focus. That's why you're asking this question. Uh Love is too nice for you. You cannot focus on your academics. So how can you be the happiness of someone? How can you be someone's happiness? It's a very wild thing okay you are a student and someone proposes to you yeah so if you know you can't focus please talk to your pastor okay and your pastor will assist you your pastor will let you know that you the way you are t- love uh, hold on finish school when you finish school if that person loves you he will wait I proposed to my wife listen I proposed to my wife when she was in uh, third year you know, third year university third year yeah, she was in third year. I think I was in final year. And I proposed to her. And she said she's not ready. This was 2000 and 2007. Yes. She said she was not ready. And I said, no problem. So I, I proposed. She said, I'm not ready for all this whatever. I said, no problem. It's fine. She had cooked some whatever, some yam and... And in, uh, and garden next to you. We I ate it. Why she gave me some? edge ate it. I didn't turn the tables and say you don't, you, have, you have rejected my proposal. I'm going. Your pro-. No, I sat down and ate happily. I humbled myself. She's not ready. Can you force her? No. I couldn't force her. So I said no problem. And I remade, I made a friend, hanging around. I told her that if you are seeing me around, it's not because yes. it's not because I, I like I like your leg. I'm interested in you. I really want to marry you. So, yeah. And I stayed with her till, uh, for another three years, wow. till 2010, when she had finished, she was finishing school, finishing medical school. Three years later, then I proposed again. I told her that Charlie, I'm re- so, I'm re- interested in you. I'm around. I want to marry you, please. What do you say? Then she told me, I'll get back to you. Let me go and talk to my pastor. She went to speak to her. Pa- yes. Wow. Yes. You are, if you are not humble, you will not be. You will not get what you want. You get it. Yeah. She told me, "I want to talk to my pastor." Go She want to speak to her pastor. I got back to me and said, "Yes." What? Two years later, we got married, and we married for eleven years. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, if a person really loves you, the person will wait for you to finish your school and have the be able to focus on love. Because uh, sometimes you realize you can't balance love and school. By the time you realize, you have failed all your exams. Eh? You don't know. You don't know when to tell the person, "Go, I want to learn." You get it. The person is in your room from morning to evening. Morning to evening. you are cooking for the person, you are washing for the person, you are doing this for the person, you are doing that for the person, and you become an ampedu. Do you know ampedu? Amper education. You don't like education, so know yourself. Man, know thyself. Yes, and talk to your pastor. That's the that's the that's the whole thing. Just rope your pastor into the whole thing so that you can be helped it's important though, in jesus name. rise up on your feet and let's bring the service on then have you enjoyed yourself hallelujah thank god for what i shared with you in the next one minute thank god father we are grateful we are thankful father bless your children increase them on every side lift up your hand increase your children let them see your goodness on every side of their lives Honor them, Lord. And let this week be the best week ever for everyone, even in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app. Plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.